What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your host with the most, so have a toast, Leader Johnson. And we are here for our leader, and we have the Villanova versus South Dakota State. Are we talking about hype? Hype, 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 everywhere. Nova Nation, Nova Nation going to be. I don't, I'm going to be there, but I don't think I've ever, I'm going to see an atmosphere like this. South Dakota State has a NFL, NFL player playing for the Eagle, Dallas Gutter. You know, he's a tight end, got a new contract extension. So they are serious, been serious, major field. It's like you talk about Ohio State's the Alabamas of the FBS. No, the, the unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. Greatness that this team, both these teams present. And Villanova's here. 10 and 2 Villanova, 10 and 3 South Dakota State. This is a big game here. This is going to be knockdown, drag. I'll be surprised to see a blowout between anybody. This is going to be something. So everybody get ready to come to the game and watch. Don't don't think, oh, they're going to run away with the game. If Villanova start doing that, then everybody in the, in the whole FCS, if Villanova blows out South Dakota State, they blow out South Dakota State. Then you might as well just say, just give them the. I, I say they can win, and I, I feel like it's a, uh, if, if I had to go at a scale of 10, I think Villanova can win 8.5 to 10 this whole thing. You just got to give a lot of the good teams. And South Dakota State is a team that can win this whole thing. This is just like a, a national championship almost. So let's get to it, all right? Let's get to it, like I say, right? All right, now the man that you want to talk about is passing the ball for South Dakota State is Chris Ola Duncan. This guy for 149 rating. They got guys like Keaton Heady on there, you know, they, they can play, you know. He's a guy I think is going to be next in line, possibly, you know. Very good uh, players here. But uh, Ola Duncan is through for 61% of his passes. 2,697 yards, 22 touchdowns. Let's not get things misconstrued. Five interceptions, the guy can play. The guy can play. All right, he has 280 yards rushing. Two touchdowns. So he's, he's dual threat back and forth, right? We want to go to Daniel Smith, who's been a hit. Listen, there's no tougher quarterback. Realistically, there's no tougher quarterback in the FCS. So I tough. Just come right in, been a transfer, won the job, kept the job. 22 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 54% from the field throwing, 135 rating. And we go to the rushing. Everybody knows Smith is a beast. 319 yards rushing, seven touchdowns. So, this is going to be, I like this. I like to start at the quarterbacks. I like to start at the quarterbacks. And if you see them and they're looking, they're too productive. This is going to be two smart guys looking to make the big play, either their feet or they're with their with the arm. This is going to be a good one. I think it starts right there. I think for the first time in a minute, I can say it starts right there. Coming to the rushing part. Which really gets to, you know, Pierre Strong is a. Uh, 1,575 yards. He's been big all year. 17 touchdowns. 
a 7.1 yards per rush. Hey, it, this is where the, 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 the defensive line, we, we talk about the quarterbacks. And I think it starts there regardless because both of them know the offense. They know the football field. Both guys have done it. But, ooh-wee, you're going to have to stop Pierre. But, don't get it twisted. 6.0 yards per carry. You know, Justin Covington, 717 yards, six touchdowns. This is what he does. And then you want to go back and you say, well, they got a second running back. They got uh, Isaiah Davis, 514 yards. They got Mar- Amar Strong, 365 yards. 8.4 yards per rush for Isaiah Davis, 5.1. Villanova, linebackers, defensive line, they're going to have to be on their toes the whole game. But who has been hot like fire? Jalen Jackson, 6.3 yards per rush, seven touchdowns. 564 yards rushing. But D. Will Barley, 414 yards rushing, 4.1 yards per carry. Durajahi, 5.5 yards per carry. Listen, that, that's the one guy you got to say, oh, whenever he gets his number called, everybody got to watch out. Just saying. I think their running back room is way better then there's Butt Pierce Strong is so good. And I like Isaiah Davis. Isaiah Davis is a pounder, man. He can he can do it. He can so so those are two guys you gotta watch out for. Mark Johnson's good, but D Will Barley, T D then you got Jalen. Those four guys are gonna be hard to stop. This is what it is. You come to both guys at the receiving field, and you're talking about, okay. D. Will Barley did a good job this year catching the ball. 14 receptions. Jalen Jackson has five for 66. Has a touchdown. Covington caught 11 receptions. You know, they gave uh, uh, A.O. Rajahi seven. I'm just telling you that they have really balanced. And I think a lot of things have been learned about this offense. It's a lot of good weapons, but... South Dakota State kind of knows the weapons from the gate. From the gate, let's start. We're not even going to start. Let's not talk about them yet. Let's not talk about Pierre Strong. has 21 receptions. He has 21. Okay, Amar uh, Johnson only has two. I'm just giving you, Isaiah Davis has one. What I'm telling you is that Villanova's backs are more all over the field. So it could be so many. Chris Bowen could do so much. Boom, right here. Ferranti, so much. Boom, him. Give him the ball here. Give him the ball here. That man, Pierre Strong, though, he is. Once you level him out, things are pretty much a wrap. But Ola Duncan is good. Listen, he's good, man. He's a good quarterback. So let's go to. uh, Receiving field, and let's start with the receivers. This, to me, this is exciting because uh, Jackson Jank is a uh, so Jank A is a pretty good receiver. Sixty receptions, ninety sixty yards. Tucker Craft, fifty six receptions, six hundred sixty one yards. Jaden Jank A, thirty six receptions, five hundred seventy five yards. We're talking about eight. Touchdowns for J.K., Jaden, J.K. Jackson only had three. Tucker, 
Kraft has six touchdowns. All right. Michael Morgan, Mason Layton. We're looking at guys right now. I'm trying to look at some guys here. Zach Haynes, 20 catches, 197 yards, six touchdowns. Here we go. We got um to really go back into things. We got to go back. Zach Haynes is a 6'7 tight end. 6'7 tight end for South Dakota State. Jaden Janke, 36 catches for 575 yards. 15 yards per catch. Tucker Craft, 56 catches for 661 yards, 11.8 yards per catch. Jackson Janke, 60 catches for 960 yards, 16 yards per catch. We're talking about Jackson had three touchdowns. Tucker had six. Jaden had eight. Zach had six touchdowns. That's a good, that four right there is, and then you know Pierre Strong still had twenty one receptions. You got to count that man. Canyon Byer had eight catches for one hundred thirty five yards. Got to watch out. Mason Layton seventeen yards per catch. Four catches sixty nine yards. You have to count those. But when you come to Villanova, the offense being spread. Speaks for itself. Rajawan Pringle, 36 catches for 724 yards, 20 yards per catch, seven touchdowns. The most dangerous receiver in CAA, period. I mean, he even made Penn State be like, oh, Jaron Hayek. Everybody forgot how elite he was. 37 catches for 606 yards, 16 yards per catch, eight touchdowns. They forgot. Longest catch of the year for Pringle, 57. Longest catch of the year for for Hayek, 67. That is ridiculous. And Des Boykin, 19 catches for 305 yards, 16 yards per catch, two touchdowns only. But his longest catch was 61 yards. These three guys is going to have everybody like, oh, Jesus. South Dakota State has to be looking at that film like, oh, these guys, these three here. And Ty Summers, the club, Mr. Clutch, 24 catches, 282 yards. Glad he came back. 11 yards per catch, three touchdowns. Quadia Ismail, eight catches for, listen, eight catches for 121 yards. That is like the X factor because he's a 6'7 guy out there. He's 6'7, he's out there. You know, 6'5 Ty Summers, 6'7 Quadia Ismail, man. I mean, this is such so good to have. D.Will Barley, 14 catches for 76 yards. That's not being looked at enough. He's out there to be another weapon. Jaquan Allen, six catches for 68 yards. Had a touchdown this year. That's not looked at enough. He can't he can come out of nowhere. Jalen Jackson, five catches for 66 yards. That's, you know, you're looking at these guys catching the ball. Uh, Durajai, seven catches for 58 yards. 11 catches for Justin Cummington. They spread the ball so good this year. They really did. you look at South Dakota State, that's one, two, three, four, five guys that have 10 or more catches. Then you got one guy who 
Canyon Bauer, Canyon Bauer, you got to look at it. Eight catch for 135 yards. You know why I say that? Because 16.8 yards per catch. You got to include Leighton with four catches when he goes 17 yards per catch. Now you got to go and you look at guys like Villanova. One, two, three, four, five, six guys with 10 or more. Not to mention seven catches for Ayo Davajayi. All right? Six for Allen, who had a touchdown. Then your other running back gets five. You know why you look at that? Because there's, realistically, you want to look at, you want to really look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're going to go with eight. Because, you know, Wolf had, Wolf don't count, but eight. Eight guys that have at least four catches or are going with eight yards per catch or more. This is big. Ayo Dorajahi gets carries, meaningful carries when it's time, when people get rest. But he's a dangerous guy. Remember last year? He caught seven catches, and he's like the fourth running back. The fourth running back getting seven catches for eight yards a catch, that's big. T. Will Barley, the third running back, getting 14 catches. Jalen Jackson, catches for 13 yards per catch and a touchdown. I know it's five catches, but 13 yards per catch? He's your second running back. Then your lead running back, Justin Covington. What does he get? He gets 11 catches. This means everybody's a weapon. Everybody's a target. It's a little different in South Dakota State. It's just a little different. You're talking about, okay, you got three guys on South Dakota State. Nobody has 20 yards per catch. That's, that's, that's not even happening. Bauer has 16 yards per catch. Layton, I always mention him because he had 17 yards. Even if it's four of them, that's a guy they look to throw for a big throw. Everybody else is two. You want to get Tyler, Phil Camp, something, because he has 12 yards per catch. Watch out for that. It's always something to watch out for on that point. But everybody else, now. They're not included in that point. You go back to Nova. And you're thinking about this, right? You got 20-yard catch guy. You got three people with 15 or more yards per catch. How about 13 yards per catch on people who are involved in the offense with Jalen Jackson? It's big if you know your second running back is getting 13 yards per catch. You just have to look at these. This offense is going to, it's, it's going to be a, a, a real knockdown drag out. Then you got Ty Summers and... Once again, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine meaningful receivers. And you come back here. And we're looking and we say, hmm, who do they have? Well, they really realistically only have two guys. You got to watch 15 and 16 yard, but that's, Jack, that's the two JK brothers. That's the two big guys. I mean, you look at Canyon, Canyon Bauer, but if you look at, you know, Villanova's guys, they have a guy named Quade Ismail if you want to throw Bauer in there. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable how they did this. They got one, two, three guys, 15 or more yards per catch. And they got a 13-yard per catch guy. 
what I'm saying here is that now you look at the resume of Nova and you see how many offensive weapons they really have. Good job, Bowden. But South Dakota State got some guys too. But if you look at how many big plays that Villanova has been able to come up with, it's been crazy. The JNK brothers and then Pringle and Hayek is going to be big. Then you got Summers. They got Zach. Um... It's going to be big to see, but the running backs have become receivers this year. That's one thing I want people to look at. The running backs have become receivers this year. They have become dangerous, whether they're scoring or not. They're gaining yards. Covington has 11 receptions, five yards per catch or not. He has 11 of them. There were Ayo Durajai, eight yards per catch. It's only on seven catches. He was making them count. T. Will Barley, five yards per catch, but he has 14 receptions. You say, it's not that much. Well, when you got receivers catching 16, you got you got two or three receivers that's 16 yards or over per catch. Not to mention Ismail. Not to mention Summers. You say, why do you mention Allen? Because he's catching 11 yards per catch and he has a touchdown this year. Just start looking at the facts, man. The big facts. Defense is going to be – and I think it's been the X factor for Nova. They have two shutouts this year. <laughs> two shutouts. This is the X factor, two shutouts. 131 tackles for Forrest Ryan. This guy, eight and a half tackles for a loss, four and a half sacks, five quarterback hits, one from a recovery. This man is the defensive monster of the CAA. I say FCS. I just think he's unbelievable. Amen Black, 85 tackles. 12 yards. Jesus, led the team in uh, tackles for loss, 12. Three sacks, one interception. Pass breakup. And he's an all-around guy. Townsville's always been that guy. Six, three tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, one sack. Four quarterback hits, one fumble recovery. Malik Fisher is always a dynamic monster. 49 tackles, nine Four loss, four sacks, one interception, seven quarterback hits, two fumble, forced fumbles. That's the man. Now let's talk about the breakout guy, Ethan Potter. 43 tackles, two tackles for loss. Two breakups, one interception, one quarterback hit, one fumble recovery. And we're coming back to what the defense brings here. Adam Brock, Adam Brock, that's the guy, 112 tackles, nine tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, six breakups, two interceptions, one quarterback hit. Linebackers, Adam Brock and, and, and Forrest Ryan, the two highlighted linebackers, not to mention Isaiah Stahlberg, four pass breakups, three quarterback hits, one fumble, forced fumble. I'm saying those first because he gets around the field. Six, six tackles, four and a half tackles for losses. Isaiah Stahlberg, Michael Griffin, 60 tackles, three pass breakups, one quarterback hit. Kale Reader, 54 tackles, five pass breakups. Logan Bockhouse, 49 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss. Sack, three pass breakups, three quarterback hits. Michael Griffin, the second, 43 tackles, two pass breakups, one quarterback hit. Graham Spalding, four and a half tackles for a loss, four or three tackles. Three pass breakups, two interceptions. 
I'm going down the line with South Dakota because it's, it's, it's a reason. Dyshawn Gales, 41 tackles, two tackles for losses, five breakups, one interception, three interceptions for Mike Lofton, five pass breakups, 31 tackles. But when you go to Nova, now, after Potter, you still got Jalen Goodman, who's come 39 tackles. He really didn't play. He could have had 100 tackles this season. He played all season. Two tackles for a loss, three pass breakups. I mean, Christian Benford, 18 pass breakups and seven interceptions, man. 38 tackles. Ty Trini, another breakout guy, 38 tackles, three pass breakups, one interception. Tackle for loss. Ulu Petu, always elite, 35 tackles, two and a half tackles for loss, three three uh, pass breakups. Garrett Zobel, five tackles for loss, 34 tackles. Two quarterback hits. Darius Prickett, 28 tackles. These are all playmakers, two tackles for losses. One interception, five pass breakups. Jared Nelson, two, two sacks, three and, a half ta- three and a half tackles for loss. 22 tackles. Bryce Gainey is another breakout player, 18 tackles, five and a half tackles for a loss and three sacks. Watch out for him next year. Owen Thomas, 17 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss. Mike Ruane, Mike a guy with great transfer, 16 tackles, experience, one sack. Denzel Williams, another good transfer. 16 tackles, two interceptions, two pass breakups. Peter Fallon, vet leadership, two and a half, 14 tackles, two and a half tackles for a loss. So many tackles for a loss. Elijah Glover has a tackle for a loss with 13 tackles. Isis Waxter, Glover also has an interception. Three pass breakers. Three pass breakers for Isis Waxter, 13 tackles. I'm just giving you the pass. Tackles for losses is like the, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's becoming the two tackles for losses for Ty, Tyrell Mims, 10 tackles, two for loss. He's way back there. I mean, that's how deep that defensive backfield is. Ten tackles. Great special teamer. Ayo Derajai has ten tackles, y'all. He has a tackle for loss. Yeah, yes, he does. Kayshawn Salters, an interception, eight tackles. I mean, he's going to be unbelievable when, he come, when they put this man out there. Jesus. I just want to make things clear. And looked at, you know, Josh Slade, shout out to him. He got in on the sack this year. If we're looking at this defense, I just want, it's 73 tackles for a loss for this defense. These are all big things to look at. You have to look at 95 tackles for a loss for South Dakota State. Sick with it, right? They have more sacks than Nova has. They have more tackles team than Nova has. But the standout performers across the line, like if you look at the, the, the tackles for loss and where it goes, but how far down does Villanova go with tackles for loss? How many guys? Let me count the ways. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, 
24, 25, 26, 27. Talk about 27 guys that got behind their line of scrimmage. Just a little different. Just a, just, just, just a peak different. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Across the line, guys who got behind the line of scrimmage. Like meaningful guys. Like all the way down, you got guys who don't get time or did get time. This is going to be a big game. Bottom line, this game in itself is looked at as the upgrade for Nova. I mean, it's a lot of stats these guys up. They have a 1,500-yard rusher. But Covington is just as good as any of them guys. They have a dual-threat quarterback, but Smith is just as tough as any of them guys. They're, they're only an inch or a notch away from South Dakota State being just as good. All they got to do is go out there and do it. They need this game. They need this game to show that they are the elite team out there in the FCS. This is it. This is where Nova has to battle it out. On defense, we need Forrest Ryan and Malik Fisher and Christian Benford. That's it. No more, nothing less. Everybody else is talented. Everybody else is good. But Forrest Ryan, Malik Fisher, and Christian Benford have to be big time. Out here, this is the game. Justin Covington and and Pringle and Hayek have to be at it. And Tyler Summers got to be ready for war. And Ishmael has to be ready just in case they need him as a mismatch problem. He has to up his game in this game. This is it. This game has to be upped by that. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay, they got Cole Bunts. They got Fonda Carroll. They can kick field goals 50 yards. They can kick field goals long now. It's not a problem no more. Remember, field goals is a problem no longer. They have a punter. The surprising thing needs to happen, we need returners. If we're going to talk about returners, let's talk about that. You got too much speed. You got Pringle. You got Boykin. You got Abel Petzl. You got Ayo Durajahi. Someone can make a play. Someone can make a play. I mean, Jerry Wolf's a good vet and all that, but Pringle, Ayo Dorajahi, Petu, Boykin, any of them guys can make a play during those points. Even though Wolf has gotten his turn, but Pringle looks like a guy that can, yeah, he, he's definitely a big-time returner. Ayo Dorajahi, yes, they can do it. Those two guys can do it. Get your speedy guys. Get your D-Will Barley. It's time to put your playmakers in, and I think Pringle is the guy you should let return the punts. I think if you look at the kickoff returner, it's not either Dez Boykin or Ayo Durajahi. I think Ayo Durajahi is the best one to do it. I mean, look for some. I think if, if I was Bowden, any of them, just be looking for guys. I think, no question, Ayo Durajahi should be the kickoff returner, and Dez Boykin should be your punt returner. And that's it. You just let it be like that. I think that is it. That, that is your guys, and that is it. Those guys can make big plays and break. 
And this game is just time to get everybody in tow. I think Ishmael will be good because nobody has a playbook for him. Your running backs being all over the field, nobody has a playbook for that. You don't know who you're going to pick. And you still have Covington is the man. Jackson is another guy. If Covington's a little hobble to hurt, Jackson is a guy right there that can break through. He's a lead back. You still got you got four lead backs. They don't have four lead backs over there. I like Isaiah Davis, but, you know, that's just two. That's two guys. There's two guys. Nova has four lead backs. If three, if Barley, Jackson, and Covington go away, then you still got Ayo Derajah. You can come in there and light people up. Be a problem. So they don't have a problem with running backs. And all four of them are healthy. So this is going to be the problem for South Dakota State. All those guys they got, you're facing a different line, different amount of running backs. All four on the field. You're going to have a problem. That's where their problem is really going to lie. And then that's what's going to open it up for Pringle and Hyatt. Because you're going to have to just pick your poison. You got two burners and four dogs. They got two guys. Each. Look at the guys. To be realistic, it's two receivers and two running backs. Realistically. Nova can throw Boykin. And let me tell you something about Jaquan Allen. There's four guys. I feel like Jaquan Allen. Boykin, um, Hayek, and Pringle. Just throw it in the bag. That's it. And then you look at guys like Covington and Barley, who, who has his, has have ten or more catches. Those are two guys that can eat up space. You could throw any of those four running backs in there to catch the ball, and there'll be weapons. It's just not what you, they don't plan for. It. Jaquan Allen is ready. He is a three-star receiver. He's ready. Guys like Andrew Perez, he, I'm not going to talk about two reception guys, but he has some good hands, man. And if you mess around and they, 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 they want to throw something at you, they will. So Perez is the guy there. Villanova's a real surprising team, man, because it's guys that you forget about. So as far as the offense, who are we looking for? Covington. Covington and Smith. I mean, I think I think the running game and Smith opens everything up. And then, you know, Pringle and Hayek, I think they're the most automatic people on this team. I think Covington's definitely an automatic person. Talking about Russia. All the injuries he had, he still led the team in rushing. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. That's bananas. Yeah, Covington, Smith, and Pringle and Hayek have to be, and Summer has to be ready to get them out. You need all those guys. This is South Dakota State. Summer gets them out of trouble. Hayek and Pringle creates trouble, and the four running backs get pressure, and Smith is the leader. So let's get it popping. This is it. Um... Big time game. Big time game. But it all starts with Daniel Smith. And it all starts on South Dakota State. Everybody talk about Pierre Thomas. Starts with Chris Oladunkin. Chris Oladunkin and Daniel Smith. Now the two best players, two most the most dangerous offensive guy to look for. On, on on the other team, to me, 
who's been dangerous all year, has been Pringle. Then you look at Pierre Thomas. On um, it's Pringle and Pierre Thomas. Pringle has been skying people all year. Hyatt came through uh, midseason, late in the season, midseason, however you want to say it, and let people know that I am Jaron Hyatt. I'm still the same guy. But Pringle set the tone this year. He was eating people alive this year, eating them alive. And Thomas is the other guy for South Dakota State. So those are the two offensive juggernauts. So our defense is Forrest Ryan, Adam Bach. That's it. Go to defense. Now Adam Bach is their guy. That's the guy you look at. But don't forget about Caleb Sanders. Just can't. They got other guys. They got um, other sack masters and Tolu Ogunrande. And then you got Kay Tavir. Along with Reese Winkleman. They got about five. They got four guys or four more sacks. So people are going to come at Daniel Smith. But he's a dual threat, tough quarterback. This is going to be big, man. This is going to be a big, good game. This is going to test to see if Nova's ready to take this championship. So, uh, listen, I'm out of here, y'all. I just wanted to give y'all a quick preview for Nova South Dakota State. Um, big shout-out to Coach Tally, man. College Football Hall of Fame is so big. And Mark Ferranti, once again, another more Coach of the Year honors, honors for him. I'm out of here, y'all. Follow the leader. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Um, HighLevelSports.com. High level. Minus sign sports.com. Let's go, y'all. Uh, follow the leader. Follow me and follow me, follow me in the flow. In the flow. Just like a photo. Just like a photo. Some everlasting. Some everlasting. I can take a phrase if I want.